Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, this is Penny. Thank you for being with me on this podcast today. We are discussing the whole concept of building strong teams within our churches. Today, we are going to cover the topic of unity and how vital and important it is in regard to having strong teams. One verse that is key for me and was for our team was Philippians 2.2. 2. And it says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. That was a very clear mandate for us. It was, I mean, having been uh, exposed to many different situations and quite a few churches, I have seen the devastation that disunity and gossip and um, those type of things can create in the midst of a church. And I know I've worked at quite a few places where those things were rampant, and it obviously was kind of miserable to work in the midst of that. And I've heard stories from other women, too, that can hardly bear their jobs sometimes because of the disunity and the lack of care one for another. So it was very um, vital that we established our team and our church for that matter with this idea in mind that we would strive to have the same mind, the same love, united in spirit and intent on one purpose. When you think about it, so many things around us do not have that objective in mind. There's just a lot of doggy dog backstabbing, hurtful things that happen. And the church should be a refuge. It should be a place where people know that their hearts will be regarded with caution, with love, with respect, with honor where they know they can come in the midst of that church and they will have a place of safety and security. And this verse, to me, just spells it out so well. We want to strive as people in the local church and in the body of Christ to have these characteristics going on in our midst. And, you know, women, I believe maybe have a tad more of a propensity to get caught up in some emotional things that do not lend themselves to this. They can be easily hurt by one another. Um, Just there can be some cattiness that goes on. and, And I know men can do that as well. But I have oftentimes seen women be drawn into that and then even influence their husbands in the same regard. And, and then before long, they're, they're leaving. They've, they've been offended. They've been hurt. And I just felt it was so important as the women of our church that we were the first line of defense, in a sense, against that. That we wanted unity. We wanted to stay on one page. 
We wanted to maintain a right heart, a spirit of love, one purpose. Like we wanted to fulfill the heart of God in, in our midst and to those that we came in contact with. So I think that's really, really important to um, build as a foundation when you're building any kind of group or team or church or anything like that, whether you're building the worship team or you're building the Sunday school teachers or the maintenance team or whatever team you're working with, you want to be on the same page. You want to all be focused in the same direction. And when one person or two people or more start pulling in another direction, before you know it, you've got chaos. And there has to be a clear leader and a clear vision in any kind of good team. That's part of the deal. And it doesn't mean we don't hear input from those around us and we're not open and we're not humble. But it's okay to lead too. If you have a delegated role of leadership, then it's okay to lead and and even to lead strong in a sense. Obviously, again, not arrogantly, not overbearingly, but nonetheless, to still show leadership. That's not a negative quality. That's not a negative characteristic. So we kind of established that mandate in our hearts and in our vision statement early on. And then we helped to make sure that it was carried out within the church in a way that we just shared it with others. We encouraged others when they had uh, difficulties or uh, they were unhappy with another individual. We we heard their hearts. We walked them through things. And then we, we followed procedures that helped them forgive, to move forward, to rectify it, to have restoration in order that we could stay unified and, and on one page. And whether you're male or female, men or women, no matter what, you're trying to build, no matter what organization you're a part of. This is important. And I mean, I I followed these principles in my own family. I have eight kids and I have a big family and my husband is in ministry. But in my own family, as much or more than anywhere else even, this is important. I want us all to remain in a place where we really try to see the best in one another and we love each other and we forgive each other and we work through problems. And oftentimes in any situation, whether it's a family or a church or a small group or a team of leaders, there will be times when issues arise. That's unavoidable. In my leadership teams, there were issues at times that needed to be looked at, needed to be considered, needed to be processed through, needed to be heard out, and solutions needed to be found. And so it's not like you're in some euphoric place where, oh, we're floating on a cloud because we've made a decision to be unified. No, it's like Ronald Reagan's statement about peace through strength. He said it had to be fought for. You have to fight for peace. You have to fight for unity. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just fall out of the sky and everybody's all of a sudden unified. And, oh, we go to the same church. Of course we're going to be unified. Oh, we're part of the same family. Of course we're going to be unified. That's just, that's just what happens. Well, in reality, it's not. It's often a very hard-fought battle. And I am a strong believer that if we pursue it and we learn how to do it well, 
and we learn how to relate to people well, that can be achievable. We can learn how to face problems, face conflicts, face personality differences, face moral failures, face all type of things by bringing them to the table talking about them and then trying to follow what the word of God says about that particular thing and trying to do the right thing. I dare say if many people had brought things to the table before they did or before they left, those things could have come to a positive resolution. However, oftentimes people just tend to either talk to someone else about it, or just leave. They separate themselves. Um, I think it's Proverbs 19.1 says, he who separates himself is a fool and argues against all sound wisdom. And there is something to be said about learning how to persevere in relationships. There's a lot to be said for that. It creates strong character. It creates maturity. People that cannot cope with differences of opinion or even somebody that's failed them in one way or another or a different political viewpoint or all type of things like that, that they can't tolerate someone else. They'd much rather just not be a part of their lives than to say, how can we come to terms with the fact that we want to remain in a relationship and in a friendship, but that we disagree on some things. That's maturity. And I I believe that integrity calls for us to learn, especially in a church setting, how to grow up and deal with conflict and to deal with it well, not arrogantly, not through gossip, but through interpersonal, face-to-face communication and humility. When we learn these things well, our church becomes a better place, a stronger place, a safer place. And so as part of building leadership teams, this is a very important characteristic and truth that needs to be understood by every team member. We are here to walk in unity, to have the same heart, the same mind, maintaining the same love, intent on one purpose. That needs to be our bottom line. And not only will we understand that, but we will impart that to those around us. We will make sure that we learn how to resolve conflicts, We learn how to persevere. We learn how to be covenantal. We learn how to forgive. And we will have that as a basis for our team and for our church and for our organization, for that matter, and for our family. That mindset and understanding has brought me a lot of happiness I have learned to never give up on my family or my kids or my husband or my friends because they're worth it to me. 
Those relationships are worth fighting for. They're worth communicating about. They're worth confronting differences of opinions when needed and ignoring those that do not need to have some deep, involved discussion. Sometimes there are things we're not going to agree on, and we just need to put them aside for the moment. And that's okay sometimes. But I just wanted to share this principle as the next principle in regard to team building, because it's, it's very, very important, and it will set the diving board, the platform, the launching pad, so to speak, for all the other things that you're going to learn and do. So I'm going to stop with this for this particular podcast and just let you process that and think about that and think about what are ways that I can learn to be of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. How can I learn to do that more with my family, with the people around me, with the people in my small group, with the people in my church, with the people in my leadership team? How can I do that? Lord, help me. Show me ways. Show me ways to be honest and to speak the truth in love and to process things and to communicate and to, as Paul said, strive to have a pure conscience with God and man, whatever that takes, whatever that looks like to get there, I'm going to get there. I'm going to have a pure conscience in my relationships. I'm not going to have all these underlying judgments or unforgiveness issues. I'm not going to have people that I've cut them off and I've written them out of my life because they offended me in some way, sometimes even a small way, but I'm going after this thing. So I will do this. I will find out how to live my life with my relationships in right order and intact. So I'll see you next time and we'll follow up again on some more practical ideas on teams and how to build them well. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.